Hello, everyone, and welcome to Expansion Pack, super secretive, members-only, Patreon-exclusive episode 31. This is actually 31. 30 was last week. These have, these have been off for on, on the notes for, I don't know, weeks. I guess I should have said something about it, but it's fine. Or I'll months, right now. however many. It, it doesn't matter, because they don't see the notes. So it's no big deal. But uh, hey, thanks everybody for supporting us. Uh, this is our Patreon-only monthly episode that we do, where we talk about... Where we, where we go outside like the normal, like, rip from the headlines uh, topical episodes that we normally do and we talk about one specific thing. And this one is actually kind of like, like the name says, and like Nintendo stole it from us, uh, you know, we, we're we doing the expansion pack on the expansion pack, which is the Nintendo Switch Online service that was announced during the Direct that they are adding Nintendo 64 games and Genesis games to the service for an extra fee or whatever. And some of those N64 games use the N6 or yeah, use the expansion pack. That's true. Yeah. But they called it the expansion pack, but they didn't spell it the way it was spelled for the 64, which was a letdown for me. I think we Same. forgot to mention that on the, regu- on yeah. the regular. Gotta drop that C. Yeah. So I found that uh, kind of disappointing, but, but I thought that, you know, especially like, especially 64. Well, I guess Genesis probably does too. If you know more about the games, but 64 has some really weird games on there. And I kind of hope that they go the same route as they did with the Super Nintendo, where we get like, you know, you get your first party stuff, but but you get a lot of those really weird ones that are probably worth a good amount of money right now. I'm sure. I think they're going to do that. I mean, Winback is the hint toward that. Yeah, Winback being at the be- being at the front is pretty awesome. Like I, I I mentioned that on the other show, but I'm happy that that weird game is in there. So that means we might get some of the other weird stuff, which is what we're going to talk about yeah, in this these weird in games. this episode. And also, I wanted to... Did you guys read what I said about our 300th episode idea? Did you catch that? Yeah, I like that idea. Well, I was going cool. to offer it up to the patrons first, since they will hear this for anybody else. Oh, and also, I wanted to say to the patrons on here, we were planning on doing a show... Well, you know, we're, we're a few weeks away. Well, we're like, what, 10 episodes away from our, episode, from our 300th episode. And I thought what I would do is I would ask like fans or like fellow podcasters and stuff like that to send us a couple minutes of them just talking about what they think about our show or why they hate us or whatever, that type of thing. And we'll listen to them live, you know, live on the show and react to them and all that. So I won't listen to them before before we're actually recording. But I wanted to, since this is Patreon, I'll offer it to you guys first. So if any of you want to send us something about what you think about Nintendo Main, you are first to know about it. And then it'll, you know, the regular free feed will hear about it later in a couple of weeks. So, you know, you can email that to me at Nintendo, Nintendo Main Podcast at gmail.com. You can email to that. And just, you know, just record yourself for a couple minutes and let us know what you think. And we will play it on the show and we will react to it and it'll be fun. So I thought it'd like it'd be like an expanded version of like when Six sent us in a message for that one episode. That yeah, was that was idea. really cool. I also saw another podcast do it once and I thought it was cool. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of <laughs> borrowing it from another one. But we haven't done it yet. So I thought maybe I could get some of the other podcasters to send some stuff. I, I, I'm sure I haven't, I haven't messaged anybody directly. This is just the message straight to, to the patrons. So you get to hear it first. And it's, and I think the, I was going to say the, the last day will be December 1st because then we'll do, and then we'll react to him on the 8th. So that'll be the week before. So that'll be episode 299 will be the week of December 1st. You got a lot of time. If you want to record us a month and a half dialogue of what you think of Nintendo main, you can start right now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I mean, aren't we all also supposed to unveil what our final poll numbers are for, uh, for the best video game yeah. year here. So, 
Let's let's do it at the end. You want to you so want to cap the show with that? You want yeah. you want to do it at the end? Okay. Keep them in suspense. Okay. All right. We'll do it at the end. I uh. Okay. I will just I have it up here, but I will not mention what it is yet. So I think we're gonna. I figured we do like a round robin thing, you know, where like uh, one of us talks about a game, and then we'll go on to the next person talks about another game, and we'll just you know we'll alternate until we get through the three games that we have on our Genesis list, and we'll do the same thing for sixty four as what as what I figured. So and we're gonna have three games cool. each for each system, and I wanted this to be more of an obscure thing. So I mean, I'm sure you guys don't have it on your list, but try to try to stray away from first party titles. That'll be on Uh-oh. there. That'll be on there anyway. So you know, like no, like I mean, no Nintendo stuff because those will be on there. You know what I mean? Maybe I don't know. I have some pretty obscure uh, Nintendo ones. Yeah, I was to say I don't think you. I don't think you do. I mean, I mean, I know. Yeah, your yours is definitely obscure from what I saw. Mine are so. not as obscure because I'm not as familiar with these two systems. Not even the 64. I, I, thought, a- I thought you played a lot of 64. I really didn't. Mm. Confession. I really I thought, didn't play a lot of it. I thought you did. Well, all right. Well, let's start. I will start with the Genesis game first, then. This one, uh, the Genesis game that I'm going to start with is the last Genesis game that I played on my Genesis system, and it's still sitting in the system right now over there, is uh, Zero Tolerance, which is a uh, Doom-style first-person shooter game, which is actually really good. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, you do you basically play like how it is in the name, uh you have to kill every person on every level to go to the next level is basically how it works. So it's like a Doom. It's like a 2D, you know, it's it's like old Doom, like old PC Doom, like original Doom, Wolfenstein, uh, Blake Stone, like that type of old school first person shooting. But it runs really well on the Genesis and it looks pretty good. It's a it's a pretty, uh, I mean, it's, it's a graphical delight for, for the Genesis. You know, I thought I was impressed by how good it works. And something that's really cool about this game is you can actually do like a land thing. So you can actually hook two Genesis Genesis up together and battle each other on different TVs. Like you can do a, a death match, like land type thing, which is crazy that, that I didn't really know cool. the Genesis could even do that. So it would be Did really- it have a, like a proprietary land cord or something like that. Or you just, what kind of common cord would have been available back then that people could get and plug two Genesis together. I heard that one of the Genesis models, you could actually hook it up to other Genesis models, that that was really? the thing. That's what I, I only read it for this game because it's the only game I actually heard that ever did this. But it, hmm. but for, you know, because I, I actually found it because I was just trying to find like, you know, Halloween games to play on stream, you know, and I found, and I was just looking for stuff that's kind of horror and uh, zero tolerance isn't really horror. I guess it's more of an action game, hmm. but I, I found it and I like really ended up really, really liking it. And then I found out later that it has multiplayer, but only multiplayer from two different systems connected to each other. So I don't know which, which of the Genesis, which, which of the versions of the Genesis do that, but it's gotta be the first one, but they did. The, yeah. The, you you could connect them. was so scaled back. Yeah. You could connect them on two different TVs and you could play each other like with, with yourself on each TV, which is crazy for, for 1994 when it came out, you know, that seems like a, I don't know. Most of us hadn't heard of land parties at that time. Yeah. I, I just, I was like, this is a really cool multiplayer thing that I just will never be able to do because it doesn't have like, you know, it doesn't have like split screen you have to play. Get to play in another TV. So, and there was there was supposed to be a sequel to this, but it uh, it got canceled later. So, there you go. They had but zero tolerance. For zero zero tolerance. tolerance for it, but it's it's cool. It's a, it's a really good game. Like I, yeah, it was a nice surprise, and it wasn't really that expensive on eBay when I bought it. But that was that was a few years ago. I did actually want to. I wanted to make a note of what everything was costing on eBay, but it looks like it's selling for around like 
thirty, forty dollars, like forty dollars with the with the case. So that's not that bad. But it's 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 a cool game. It's a yeah, like if you like like Duke Nukem, uh, Doom, like Wolfenstein, like those like those type of old games. It's pretty good. It was one of one. Of, it says one of one of the few uh, Mega Drive first person shooters. I guess the only one, the other one, other ones they had was Duke Nukem and Bloodshot. Oh, I never played Bloodshot. I should look that up. I did. I mean, for, for I mean, I thought that it was like the only one. Well, I guess there was. I thought there was Doom. Or no, that was 32X, right? Was the Doom one? <laughs> Doom was on 32X. Because I have a because I have a Doom cartridge, but it's the 32X one. It's not. It's not the Genesis one. So I guess that was a huge thing, like Super Nintendo running on there, but. I wanted I wanted to try to also use like you know Genesis games that aren't on any of the Genesis collections, even though there is I do think I used a couple things from the uh, mini because there are some interesting stuff that's on there that isn't that isn't necessarily first party but but yeah zero tolerance that'd be a badass game and it would be really cool to to let you be able to do that system to system thing but just use it over over the internet and you could play with your friends so you could actually do you know deathmatch on zero tolerance that would be I'll awesome. Like I would, I would finally, I would finally get to, get to do the multiplayer, you know, cause I'm not going to be able to do it anywhere else. I don't think I'm going to be able to like hook two Genesis, Genesis up to each other unless there's some sort of thing like that, uh, at, uh, Midwest gaming classic or something like that. But that would, I mean, it's very, it's very specific. It's like who the fuck remembers, uh, or even cares about zero tolerance. Well, I do. And more people would, <laughs> would care about it if they would put it on, they'd put on the expansion pack. But that's my, that's my first one. Alrighty. Well, I listed a game that was available on multiple systems, but it probably looked the best on the Sega Genesis. Yeah, it does. Like I'm looking at screenshots here Now I actually own this game, but I've never played it, at least not the Sega version. But uh, a couple of years ago, I talked about it on the show, but I had a coworker who gave me their Sega Genesis and like all their games just randomly. They're like, I found this in a garage or no, they found it in their friend's garage. Their friend had borrowed it like five years ago or something. And they forgot about it. And they're like, I don't really need all this stuff, but I know you do the video game podcast. So maybe you want all the Sega stuff. And he just gave me all these Sega games, which was amazing. You're like, yes. And uh, one of them was Rampart. Rampart's a really cool multiplayer game. So it's a, uh, it's a strategy. I guess it's kind of like if you ever play Warlords on the Atari, um, which is one of the first games that's kind of like this, um, basically you're trying to defend your castle that'll literally be destroyed, and uh, you also get a chance to rebuild it. So there's a building phase, and it's two players. So either you're against the computer, or you know, it's I think you can do more than two players as well potentially. I can I, you? I remember this game because uh, somebody made it for the NES recently. You remember that, right, Jeremy? They had it at Midwest Gaming Classic. And that yeah. was a big thing was that you were able to play like some somewhat of a real time strategy game on the Nintendo because the Nintendo would, you know. Well, it did. It was on the NES. Was it? Yeah, it was ported later on, but oh, okay. it started out on the Super Nintendo. I think I originally played it on the Super. I think we rented it. And then um, years later, when my friend discovered how to put the SNES or the NES emulator on the Dreamcast disc. We played the shit out of this. Like we rediscovered it and it was the NES version and we played it for days and days. Like that's what we do. Be like, Hey, you want to play some Rampart? And anyway, I started to kind of defend it. It's sort of like a tower defense game, I guess, but it came way before tower defense games. And the, the game has like two phases, the building and then the fighting phase or whatever they call it. But during the building phase, you're just building up the walls of your castle and you're installing cannons and stuff, then you get a certain amount of time to do that. Both people are building at the same time, and then time runs out, the battle phase starts, and the cannons start shooting at the other castle. I think it's all automatic. I, I don't remember if you control it directly. 
But uh, after it ends, like, you know, you can get your cannons destroyed and stuff. The next phase, you can rebuild again. And so there's just a whole lot going on where you get, I think you're gaining points that you use toward as like currency to building your castle up. And um, you're just trying to kill each other. But ultimately, it's a really simple game. And I think that's what's so fun about it. Like it, anybody could figure this game out. Like I'm not describing it super well, but look it up like it's it's such an easy game to just watch someone play once and be like oh i get this and uh yeah i would compare it to warlords on the atari which is a much more simplistic version but it was a similar thing except you couldn't repair your walls you just were constantly attacking each other but you were physically damaging the walls kind of like when you hide behind the thing in space invaders is it space invaders where you can hide behind the thing and then uh it's kind of like that right it depletes like as bullets hit it. And that's how the walls of your castle are in this game. So I just think it'd be a cool, relatively obscure game to come to the Genesis. And then also just, I'd love to play it online with friends. Now, now I want to know what that NES game was that we saw. There, there was some NES game that somebody made that was new and I thought it was Rampart. Maybe it was something else that just looked like it, but it was a, it was a full real-time strategy game that was running on Nintendo and they thought it, and it was like a big deal. And and we actually looked at it. It was, it was way back when, uh, when like a uh, Midwest gaming classic was in a hotel still, because it was like in one of the rooms and they, where they have the TVs like on the, on the desks, you know, when we would actually go into the rooms of the hotel and that was like parts that were there. And I wish I could remember what that was now. I don't remember who it was. I don't think it was, um, I don't think it was like retrotainment or specifically one people that we talked to, but I remember it being in that room. You know how they have that area that's that's just like new Nintendo games that people make, and that was one mm-hmm. of them that was on there, which I thought was Rampart, or maybe it's just a maybe it's just a more something that's closer to the arcade. But I swore that was what it was. I don't know. I, I can't I can't find it offhand right now, but. But no, it sounds like a cool thing that would be on there, especially. Yeah, it's super cool. Look it up. And you said it had multiplayer. It looks like. So, I, I, yeah, I'm looking at it now. I guess it was. Uh, there was a 360 version, or no, there's PlayStation 3 version released in 2007 where you could play multiplayer, but that since is no longer online, you can't play it anymore. So um, that was the only time it was ever playable online. It looks like so they could bring it back. We could play it online again. Yeah, yeah, you could play it with your buddies. Well, my first one that I'd like to see on the Genesis is Cyborg Justice. This is a beat-em-up in the vein of Streets of Rage, except for you are a cyborg that you get to build yourself. And so you select different parts uh, at the start. Uh, You got like one option is like a razor blade for a hand. And and of course, you got the lasers for eyes and all that kind of stuff. It's like a fifth grade boy's dream come true to like build a robot and then go fight it. And this was a game that I wanted for the longest time just on the concept it's one of the things that actually convinced me to get the genesis over the super nintendo because i thought this concept just looks so cool and finally i got it for my birthday and i want to say it was like yeah maybe 11 or 12 and uh, i remember actually being like a little bit disappointed it was not as good as my imagination had let me believe that it would be but i haven't tried it pretty much since probably sixth grade or seventh grade so i want to see I want to play it again. I want to give it another shot and judge it on its own merits. Uh, it's an interesting take for for a a, a beat em up that you get to actually build the character. Um, uh, it was interesting then. I think it would be cool to try now. Yeah, it looks. Uh, I mean, the art, the artwork of it looks like. A, I mean, it looks like a RoboCop style, right? You know, like that kind of art from well, like '93. I guess it's all like kind of big and big and boxy and pointy. Mm-hmm. The characters are. I've never I've never heard of it before. So I mean, yeah, that that's I think that's what's great for these uh 
for this expansion pack for this Nintendo Switch Online stuff is to have stuff on there that you've never played before. Because they've been adding a lot of weird Super Nintendo stuff, and I hope they keep doing that for weird Genesis. and uh, Especially Genesis, because, you know, like I said, I, ne- I never had a Genesis until like a couple years ago. So there's mm-hmm. a big, like, big dark spot for that for me, for the, for the Gen- Genesis games. So more of those, the merrier, because some of them are not cheap. So like I one- believe it was a Sega developed and, and published title. So I want to double check on, on that. but It says it was uh, uh, developed by Nova Trade, okay. which I've never heard of them. From Hungary, founded in 1982. I don't know if they even well, you can ex- find it. If they exist anymore. Oh, they did. Uh, they made the Adventures of Batman and Robin on Game Gear that you love so much. <laughs> oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Comes back well, to that. I never beat Cyborg Justice, but hopefully it has a better ending. Cal- California Games. Uh, very, various different things. Echo Jr. with the Dolphin. Yeah. Fuck Echo. Those games aren't fun. This one's on eBay for pretty cheap right now. It's twenty four ninety nine. It was pretty go. common at, yeah. at the time. Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering where about those are. That's that. Looks like Rampart's pretty cheap on uh, on eBay. You can get it for like fifteen bucks complete or less if you just want the cartridge. There you go. And that's for the Genesis one. Yeah, but okay. at my Tengen. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a ten attention game even. But it was originally made by Atari and Midway, so it's got all kinds of names all over it. couple let's see i know i have i know i have more than three for my for my genesis one and i was kind of going back and forth on which ones i was going to use oh this i I guess i'll do this one because this is one i just want to play because i never played it and i guess it's kind of a first party game but i want to outrun 2019 to be on there it was a it was a futuristic it's basically a sequel to outrun i guess that it's that's more like f-zero where where you're in a futuristic world it's still like kind of it has the same concept as that as outrun where instead of like mm-hmm. doing a race, you're basically going from point A to point B, but there's all these branching pathways on the way there, and there's like five or six different endings depending on what pathway you end up on the end at, which that's the regular Outrun game, which is one of my favorite one of my favorite racers. But there's also a game called Outrun 2019, which was released in 1993, and uh, I wanna I wanna play that game. It's uh, it just I, th- I think I, I thought about buying it a few times, but I just never got around to getting it on uh, on eBay. It's it's not it's not expensive. Really, I just, I just didn't didn't order it for whatever reason. But I want Nintendo, since I'll be paying whatever whatever more for this for the expansion pack. I want them to put it on there for me, so I don't have to go buy it, so I can play it. And it, and I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if there's any sort of multiplayer on there. I don't think so, because the other outrun games don't have don't have multiplayer. But looks like it's selling in box right now for forty dollars, which is you know, that's kind of high for a retro game, I guess. Most of the time, I don't buy one. That's that expensive, unless it's something I like really, really want. So it'd be much cooler to just yeah. just throw it on there because I don't know who I don't know who owns the uh, 
the outrun 2019 license but it'd be it'd be a fun game to play i think uh, when i was looking when i was looking at information of it earlier i don't think it was originally called outrun i think it was like kind of a kind of like a mario brothers 2 sort of thing where it was a completely different game and they just threw the name outrun on it because they thought it might people might buy it because of that it was originally developed as a different thing it was originally going to be called uh cyber road and it was going to be developed for the sega cd but they moved it to Mega Drive, and it was recalled, renamed Junkers High before eventually being called Outrun 2019. <laughs> I think. Uh, wow, that's dark. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like, I don't know if anybody would have like if it was called Cyber Road or Junkers High. Like, I wouldn't have really even cared that much about it. But the fact that it says has run Outrun on the title, you know, makes me more interested in it. So it's like a good thing they did that. I guess for me, like, you know, years after the year 2019, now we can look at it and see if it was actually correct on what the world looks like. All those uh, magnetic futuristic cars moving around and all that shit. Yeah, we were all sure. racing back then. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Too bad COVID shut all that down. For, for the pandemic, we were doing the, we were doing the Outrun 2019 all the time.